Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Days and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, and tonight we are very pleased to have the return of Mary Jane Gibson and Mike Glazer, also known as the Weed and Grub Pair. Welcome. Hi. Hello. Welcome, Mary Jane. Welcome. I'm going to call you Miles because that's what it says on your thing there, Mike. I know, and I can't figure out how to change it, so I am Miles. (laughs) Rather nice there, Miles. Fantastic. Well, it's been a month, guys, since we all got, you know, shut down from everything we were planning to do. And I think the last conversation I had with you, I was down in Los Angeles and I was planning um, our thing uh, Friday the 13th with Hazy, which still went off with a meager 200 people instead of the 1500 we were expecting. How, um, what happened? I know you guys got canceled with South by Southwest super early and I'm sure that had a huge impact on you. I'm really sorry to hear that happened. But um, what's, what's the plan going forward after all that? I mean, you know, the the cool thing is that South by Southwest was canceled. They actually kind of um, announced everything on March 6th. So it was well before we had, you know, like started all of our travel plans. And, you know, it was like heartbreaking when it happened. But I was also glad that they sort of made the announcement in time for us to sort of like figure out another plan, Um, which has just been, you know, like creating as much as we can while we're we're in this sort of self-isolation period. So I've been writing... um, Rolling Stone and we've been uh, developing recipes and, you know, just kind of trying to be as productive while also maintaining some form of chill. (laughs) 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 Wow. How about you, Mike? Smoking a lot of weed. (laughs) Keep those dispensaries busy, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. They all know me by name. I'm like Norm from Cheers. It's a good time. Uh, hello, Miles. Welcome to the dispensary. <laughs> <laughs> the usual. Um, I mean, the 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 one cool thing about this, if you can, as I try and search for more and more silver linings um, as we go into who knows how long this will occur, is that um, Mary Jane and I have been able to connect with people on our podcast, Weed and Grub, that we wouldn't have had the opportunity to otherwise because it's really tough to record Um, when you're not in the same room and then things like zoom pop up and you're like, Oh my gosh, we can reach out to somebody in a whole nother country and speak with them. And so I, in a way I feel incredibly disconnected, but the new connections I'm making and the new friends I'm making is, uh, is a bright side. Yeah. You guys have had a pretty good lineup on your podcast. I see Lagandra Estranja on there and, and some other really good podcasts. I think, um, well worth a listen. I, I've been really pushing, you know, to get people to listen to podcasts. It's a great time to discover new things to listen to right now, not just be addicted to your Netflix and stuff. So hopefully people are, are um, really connecting with you guys. Thank you. Yeah, I had a, a really cool moment the other day where I spoke to a childhood friend who was a professor at a, a university in Long Beach, and she 
is a sociologist and historian, and she was saying that she's actually directing some of her students to weed and grub, which was such a cool thing to hear because she was really interested in sort of how, you know, we love to talk about the intersection of cannabis, culture, comedy, you know, all of the, all of the sort of things that are happening in the cool melting pot that is LA with this legal market. And so yeah. it was really neat to connect with a friend for the first time in probably, I don't know, 20 plus years. And she was like, I'm telling my students to listen. So that was really a neat moment that I don't think would have happened because I don't think I would have had a Zoom call with an old friend if I weren't stuck in my house all the time. <laughs> the Zoom thing, you know, um, um, Jeff, the 420 chef and I were on uh, doing a podcast last night. We were talking about he did Passover with his family. And I did, um, we did Zoom uh, Easter in my family. And we also did, a, my, my cousin's a priest, so he did a, a service from South Lake Tahoe. And that was, oh, it was nice. pr pretty wow. trippy. Yeah. And I, I was stunned at the amount of older people, like seriously older people in the 70s and 80s who were just getting down with it. I was, it was pretty, pretty cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea of picturing a Zoom Seder and there is like an empty... Uh, box for Elijah and <laughs> <laughs> just wait in the wings. <laughs> right on, dude. That's a good sketch. You got to write that one down. Fantastic. <laughs> pretty fun. Where's Elijah? His box is empty. <laughs> <laughs> he may show up. We don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so Mary Jane, you're doing some writing right now? Anything yes. cool? Uh, I just had a piece that came out today for um, Rolling Stone on how cannabis was deemed an essential uh, business Good in subject. many parts of the country and um, what the difference is, what the or this distinction rather, because I don't think there is a difference between medical and recreational cannabis, but how the distinction is sort of making it difficult for some recreational businesses to operate because, you know, medical is obviously um, everyone understands that people need their medical cannabis. But so I just sort of dove into it and it was a really... Um, neat thing to sort of report on because I got to speak to some very fascinating people like Andrew D'Angelo, who I'm sure you know very well. I just interviewed him. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a neat guy. And he had uh, so much to say about, you know, medical cannabis is, you know, something that people obviously need and recreational cannabis has benefits for you, whether or not you are using it medicinally. And it was um, yeah. just a cool conversation. I'm going to give a shout out to Andrew and his last prisoner project right now, because that was the subject of our podcast. And he's doing really good work there for people wrongly incarcerated around the country, around the world for uh, cannabis crimes. And Andrew, keep going. It's good, good um, effort on your part and your brother's part, Steve. So yeah. keep going. Yeah, just, uh, you know, doing incredible work and, and so impassioned in such a positive way. You know, they're, they're, they're you know, very fiery, um, but it's all sort of with a positive force behind it. It's wonderful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to uh, focus on you for a second, Mary Jane, because I, I was fortunate to hear what you're eating right now, and that is some um, prosciutto and some nice cheese. You got any kind of things that uh, you've seen that are very popular right now with your listeners or anything else uh, in terms of charcuterie or food objects that people are gravitating towards or new discoveries? Anything come up to, to the floor? Oh, yeah. So I am uh, on a quarantine recipe exchange thread, which has been really great because everyone's sending each other these recipes that are sort of, you know, use what you have in your house and in your pantry. So I've gotten some wonderful pie recipes. I just got a recipe for some Indian uh, butter chicken. Um, and yeah, I think people are just trying to sort of like dig into what they have. And I've had a really good time sort of exploring the back of my cupboard and figuring out like what to do with that one weird can of, you know, strange uh, 
stuff that I bought at a weird market. And I'm not sure what the labeling means, but you know, what, what does it taste like? Open it up, put it in something, see what happens. Some Vietnamese fungi you don't know anything about, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> I've just been having a great time. Mike and I both had birthdays, so uh, we got to make some pretty big extravagant fun meals as well, some lobster rolls. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. That's nice. time for sure. As far as food goes, I haven't, I haven't uh, suffered one bit. I've been eating very well. Well, that's good. That's good. So, um, Mike, I want to talk to you too about um, stand up, and I want to get into that subject more as we go into um, the next segment. But what are you eating right now, Mike? What's your uh, quarantine menu? Uh, and it, it's a black hole of never being full enough all the time. It's beautiful. <laughs> I couldn't be happier. Like, what's for me, there's nothing better than just like handfuls of popcorn from a never ending bowl. That is just heaven to me. So I've been mostly eating big, big bowls of popcorn with stuff like nutritional yeast and garlic powder and a little bit of infused butter to mix it all together with some truffle mm -hmm. salt and watch nothing but Top Chef. Like, it's been okay. That's an addiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's 100% the, the, true. The yeast thing is really good. And for people who haven't tried that, you should try it. It's really good. It's Can I deceptive. just chime in to say that there's this thing that happens with the nutritional yeast and truffle salt and infused butter at the bottom of the bowl where you just that powder turns mm -hmm. into like some kind of like there's an alchemy that happens where it turns into what tastes like, I don't know, some kind of it's heaven in your mouth. It's incredible. It's cheesy. Yeah. It, it sounds umami-ish. It is. Right? Yeah. I don't even like using that term, but it does sound that way. Sure. <laughs> what about what about for yourself? What's the snack game looking like over at Shuggies HQ? I'm pretty, you know, um, I've been basically getting into the Shuggies cocktails and using soda water, some lime, Shuggies agave, and actually stay away from the, the alcohol um, just because I like the long kind of evening I can have if I just do three of those over the, the night. And I'm definitely mm -hmm. staying away from smoking or vaping right now. I, I, in fact, I may, I might not go back to vaping ever again, ex except if I'm doing a, a traditional vaporizer for flour. I don't know if I'll ever do the oils again. You know, it just doesn't appeal to me now. For sure. Yeah, with all the other things, I, I personally, I love, I love vaping, but I mean, I'll take a blunt over anything. But just the idea of like being, like having this time to figure out exactly what is my favorite thing to dial in is, mm -hmm. is that sounds that sounds really nice to just know like vaping isn't it forget it you know yeah but i have to i'm going to shout the praises of the ice ball right now i have come to love the big cocktail ice ball mm -hmm. and i never really wanted i had these things i'm sure you have them in your freezer right and i yes. don't know if you use them but we're, i'm uh, using them no. now and i love them yeah really? the big Big fat, like big fat cubes or balls where it's just like one huge ice cube. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to break right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk about stand-up, where it's going, what, what may happen to clubs. And we'll hear from Mike in a second on that. We'll be right back. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. 
Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. It's time to Hemp Resent. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Resents, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back with Mike and Mary Jane of Weed and Grub. Welcome back, guys. Hi. Thank, Thank you. you. I fixed a cocktail. I'm feeling good. Well, there you go. It's it's a quarantini. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, when we left for the break, we were gonna we're um, started the subject of talking about stand up and where we are. I'm a huge stand up fan. I you know you know my list of people that I like to listen to. Um, I've been listening to a lot of people, and no one knows what's happening. Weather clubs are going to be open in the future even because they're they're always so precipitously on the edge anyway money wise what yeah what can you tell us um about where you think stand-up is after this is all over um so as a comedian who has a monthly had a may have again a monthly show at the hollywood improv called glazed um Mm -hmm. we were about to just when this all came down we were about to do a huge block party um, because the show had grown so big in popularity that we wanted to make it an all-night thing instead of just a show. And then COVID came around and canceled that and canceled the next month and now possibly, probably May. And right when Corona came out, Roy Woods Jr., who's a correspondent on The Daily Show and a great mm-hmm. comedian, wrote kind of the seminal article to me because it was so early and it was so spot on. And he was like, hey, everyone, this might kill comedy the way that we know it because just like, just because the, um, the stay home is lifted doesn't mean that people feel comfortable themselves to do and pretend to make things normal again. Like the world will change in ways we have no idea. So please don't think that day one or day two of the stay home being lifted, that you're going to sell out a club, like clubs may never open again. And it's, it's it's an oh boy, but it's also a 
a reality. So it's a devastating reality. But um, that also means that you got to work hard to figure out where your heart is also. And that's, I think, the troubling thing is people have dedicated their whole lives to stand up. And now, you know, what what are you going to do? Sell out Madison Square Garden on a Zoom? Like, there's no way. So how? Yeah. what's it going to look like? I have no idea. But I just hope that everyone can pay their bills and still make ends meet when this is all over. Wow, that is heavy. And I know comedy lost um, a pretty well-known comedian. I Unfortunately, I can't remember his name. Um, I heard it on uh, the Anthony Cumia show uh, with mm-hmm. Dave Landau uh, last week. I can't remember. I beat myself up about it. But this is this has had a, a big impact on the whole comedy thing. And it, it's a bummer because I'm a huge fan, you know. So. Yeah, what was, what was Jim Norton saying about it? He was saying, basically saying exactly what you're saying. He doesn't know um, yeah. where where this is going, and he doesn't know what's going to happen. I mean, obviously, Jimmy, little Jimmy, can go into any club he wants and get you know twenty minutes to forty five. He he definitely has the material to do it, but he doesn't know. And especially yeah. New York, where it's definitely the epicenter, he's terrified to even go out in the street. Um, to get groceries, you know, that's a bummer. Yeah. And it's New York and LA in terms of the big centers and Chicago, right? And Chicago yeah. and, and uh, New York are being adversely affected by all this. And it's pretty crappy. It is. I think the bright side potentially, and it's, it's more, amb- it's more uh, ambiguous than I wish it was, is that like, you know, tragedy and time equal comedy. Like, so yeah. if you just give enough time, comedy can come out of it. But how much time will be needed after this until it's back? It's just so unknown. But it will be back. It's just how long it will take, and no one knows. Yeah, I know three words you don't want to hear, Mike, and those are boo too soon. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. The first time you get back on stage and you try something and everyone's like, you know what? No. No, it's over. No. <laughs> hook, get <laughs> the hook. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you think about home sets that people are trying to do? I mean, I know people are trying to work out five minutes, you know, in home sets. Have you been looking at any of these or not? Or? Yeah, I've been invited to do quite a few, and I've watched and supported my friends who have done them. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to ever say no to an opportunity. I just don't think it's sustainable in that format and mode. There's, there'll be some new development with it, or you're going to have to make it an actual video the way that YouTube, um, somebody like Andrew Schultz does with his stand-up. His stand-up translates incredible on YouTube. He's a great comedian. So yeah. it'll just take more work to do stand-up in a way that's deliverable online. But I don't think that live streams like we're doing right now is it at all. No, you got to be a guy like Brian Regan who can really, really do it. You know, his monologues yeah. are amazing. You know, it was Vic yeah. Henley. It was Vic Henley who died. Oh, sure. Yeah. Rest in peace. Oh, Regan. I, that's, that's a good bright side. People listening to this are looking for some amazing comedy to watch. Brian Regan will turn you right around. The big yellow one's the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's move on from that, which is kind of a state of being, um, and move into what's the state of weed, guys? What do you think? Where where are we going this year in 20 and 21? Oh, this is a Mary Jane question for sure. Uh, Mary Jane. Well, uh, you know, uh, cannabis sales are robust. 
Um, I spoke to some of the nice folks at Headset, which is a cannabis intelligence data um, company up in Seattle. And sales right now are just below average for the most part. They've yeah. fallen a little in Colorado. Um, they think mainly because the vacationers are not there. But in um, places like Washington and California, the sales are, are sort of on par with what they normally would be. So sales are good. But I think a lot of the cannabis companies are suffering because, of course, you know, the workforce is... Obviously, you know, people are having to quarantine, um, you know, supply chains are disrupted, all that kind of stuff. So oh, yeah. overall, it's an industry that's definitely going to be adversely affected, like all industries. But the main thing with the cannabis industry is that they don't have access to any of the stimulus package or small business loans. So, you know, for a cannabis business, as you know, to recover, if it is struggling, it's, it's a lot harder. Yeah, my reps can no longer get into stores, a lot of stores. Um, they're, you know, requested just to email their stuff, which is typical, which is the hardest thing in the world anyway, because they don't respond to emails, but it, we are getting responses to emails, which is a first, frankly. Yeah, it's, it's that's been, great. It's been a while, you know? Yeah. So, well, everyone needs great products like, like you have, you know, like people need reliable, great low dose, you know, um, things that they can, you know, that are, um, versatile, all that kind of stuff. Uh, things you can make an edible at home with, right? Exactly. And edibles, you know, I uh, was so surprised at the market share that they've taken up. It was 28% more than usual right now. And smokables have fallen off quite a bit, obviously, because of the coronavirus with the lung infections. And, um, you know, also, I think people just want to stockpile things that might last a little longer at home. And they think the mm -hmm. edibles are, you know, kind of the way to go. So it's really, it's kind of an interesting time to look at all of that data. And it looks like, you know, the definitely the sales are, the sales are still there. People are going to buy weed no matter what. It's an essential people need it that's true the only the only downside right now is if this goes too much longer people's money is going to start drying up and that will definitely affect you know sales for sure absolutely for sure yeah. so i'm going to ask you mary jane i'm going to focus on you here for a second because it's a subject uh, near and dear to a lot of women i know um how's the hair situation right now <laughs> oh. <laughs> i can say i can say anything because nobody could see me so i can say that i look very fabulous right now wow um, <laughs> mike, mike is mike is his his uh haircutter gnome de plume is miles glazer when he comes in yes. and your hair yeah <laughs> exactly no i have a wonderful hairdresser here in los angeles who talked me through how to sort of like deal with my uh hair and he was just absolutely fabulous and you know we had a little facetime and he was like here's what you do and to get through. So I, uh, I feel totally fine and great about, you know, just kind of like, I'm, I'm also, you know, if I have to be on camera, maybe I wear a hat, you know, <laughs> just give me a picture of your Corona bangs. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, the good thing about weed is that if I, if I feel the need to cut my bangs, I just smoke a joint and chill out and then, you know, time passes and I'm fine. Yeah. Don't spend time in the front of the mirror and go, yeah, I could do something about that. No, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Whatever don't you do. do. I won't. I promise. <laughs> um, anything, you know, these times, uh, before our next break, these times kind of, uh, lend themselves to, um, stony, funny things around the house, like your cat attacking, anything happening around the Mary Jane household? Oh, I mean, so many things. I have a cat and a dog and they're, you know, endless entertainment. I call them my fur fam. And, um, yeah. You know, basically, but there's there's a lot of excitement right now, and I don't want to gross anyone out, but there's a lot of excitement about my cat's digestive system because he's very old. And so when he when he successfully has an experience where he is able to actually, you know, poop, um, it's like, you know, someone won the lottery. I wish I had one of those cannons that shoots money because I would do it every time he goes. Uh, very exciting. 
<laughs> yeah, my dogs, I have two small dogs and they look at me like, what are you still doing here? Yeah. What's, what's happening right now? You're usually gone, you know? Yeah. This is very unusual, you know? I read a great uh, essay from someone who had written into an advice, you know, pet advice column was like, my cat's acting weird. What's going on? And the advice, the advice person was like, your cat is sick of you being home all the time. Yeah. Used to their space, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. I think so many people are getting those, those stares from their animals at home too. Just like, oh God, please leave. Yeah. You still? <laughs> it's like, Mike, you got any animals at home? Uh, I used to have a bunch of animals, but I don't have any animals now. It's probably a good thing because one time for my birthday, I was given a plant, you know, just to add a little green in life. And I brought yeah. it over to Mary Jane's and I just happened to forget it uh, the first day and <laughs> accidentally leave it for her to deal with so that I didn't have to. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not the most responsible animal person, but uh, I do love them when they're not mine. Well, we are very happy you don't have animals. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go into the, the second break. And when we get back, I'm going to ask what's, what's next for Weed and Grub, where you guys are going and get some, get some current Ooh. projects that may be coming out of the ground for you. Yeah, so we'll be we right cool back stuff. with Mike and Mary Jane from Weed and Grub. We'll be right back. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the green peak. Each week, join Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur, as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The Green Peak with Richard Zwicky. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back with the Weed and Grub parrot, Mary Jane and Miles. Glazer, <laughs> aka Mike Glazer. Um, guys, what's up for Weed and Grub coming up? Where, where are you guys going? What's the plan um, coming out of the shoot here on the other end of this thing? 
big plans uh, as as much as we can have them. I mean, for sure, we're, we're staying loose and staying flexible and just seeing how everything unfolds and develops, uh, you know, as, as everyone at the same time, we're all kind of learning, learning as we go. Um, but we've got some very cool guests coming up and we've also been developing recipes and um, planning, planning and planning to make a cookbook. Oh, right on. That's where, that's where it's at. I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 If, if I, you can have a bunch of cream pies in your fridge at one time and just, you know, know that you're doing the work by having all those cream pies there to figure out the best one, I think that's a good gig. I actually don't know how to respond to that one, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, actually what we've been developing, though, a serious true story. Mike had a coconut cream pie for his birthday, and then we just developed a chocolate cream pie uh, for Satori Chocolates that's going to be on their blog for 420. So we've definitely been having some uh, cream pie recipe development fun. It's like going back in time, isn't it? Like I was saying to Jeff, the 420 chef, how when I was a kid, my mom used to have these um, recipe cards and you would get them on late night TV and you'd get new ones every weekend. It was kind of exciting. She had all these boxes full of these things, you know, and we've started doing that to dispensaries. And at some of our events, we'll hand out these recipe cards and the millennials have never seen this before, right? Mm -hmm. Millennials and younger. And they're looking at them going, these are so cool. I'll take this home and use this. I'm like, yeah, they, they are cool. They've been around <laughs> for a long time, but it's cool that you like the paper, you know, you like yeah. to feel something, right? I went to this yeah. thing and somebody put a website in my hand. <laughs> I kept poking it. It wouldn't do anything, but it stayed <laughs> static. It was great. <laughs> I, I want to shout out Mary Jane on the what's happening with weed and grub side because um, as she continues to write and cover cannabis for Rolling Stone, um, it's been a very cool thing to strike a balance between continuing to do our podcast and um, see it grow and grow and also see her career writing for huge outlets like that grow and grow too and uh yeah i'm i just want to put that on record as it's very cool to see nice props very thanks nice. mike <laughs> and you are a very good writer and i've said that before mary jane um if, if, if you at home have not read anything mary jane has written excellent writer and uh entertaining um not dry it's uh, well done. So thank well done you. On you out there. Thank you. I've actually learned a lot from Mike as we've made this podcast about making things entertaining in order to make them, you know, more fun to read. And that's, I think, uh, a big goal of mine is to make everything a little more enjoyable and a little less dry. And I learned so much from Mike when I started out because he was, you know, when we met and I was at high time, Mike was writing uh, all sorts of stuff for like Funny or Die. Didn't you do a recap of um, American Gods? Yeah, Neil Gaiman called it the best recap he's ever read. It was an honor. Neil Gaiman. Wow, that's yeah. a name. Yeah. Mike's wow. an incredible writer uh, and a very funny one. You know, when this all started, I started my character, Captain Papa Shuggy. I don't know if you follow Papa Shuggy on, on Instagram. <laughs> it's my pilot character, and it's like two-minute, three-minute little videos about a pilot stranded and in trouble around the world. And <laughs> like some of my team were like, what are you doing? And I was like, Weed is about fun. Weed is about comedy. Weed is, yeah. you know, you've got to keep the comedy in it because if you don't, why are you doing it? You know, it's got to be fun, right? 
Absolutely. I think that, you know, like delving into the distinction between medical and recreational, you realize that, you know, for some people it is a necessity, a medical necessity and essential. But mm-hmm. for anyone who is using it for any other purpose, you're getting those benefits of it as a, you know, a medicinal plant, along with all of the wonderful like consciousness elevating and fun enhancing benefits. It's just, you know, it's the best thing in the world. It's a magical weed. Mm-hmm. For sure. And everyone out there, if you're not smoking weed, you should probably get on the the bandwagon and start enjoying it because this is a good time to experiment because you're at home and you're not going to injure yourself or anyone else. (laughs) Well said. Well said. You might take a great nap. Exactly. So um, do you guys have anything you want to plug in this segment? I mean, at Weed and Club, everywhere, our podcast, we've got... um, Laganja Stranja was our wonderful guest this Monday, and she was uh, fabulous as always. And we've got some fun guests coming up for 420 week and so on. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just follow at Weed and Grub and give us a listen if you enjoy weed and comedy and food. Those are all good things. I like it. <laughs> so just to let you both know, um, I did get a um, an events license here in the state of California. And once Congratulations. That's huge. And so we will be in a conversation because I'd love to involve you in an event we are planning in Los Angeles. And I think there are some conversations we need to have. And if for people at home, look for um, Shuggies and Sense Distribution and hopefully Weed and Grub at one of our events coming up in the very, very near future. It'll be a, a really good time. I am going to plan my outfit. Well, we've all got time. That's fantastic. I think I'll do the same thing too. I may even see an appearance from Captain Papa Shuggy. You never know. Yeah, I have a, yeah. I have a sparkly jacket covered in weed leaves. I'm gonna I'm gonna rock that at your event. Can't wait. Time to break it out. I love it, Mike. How about you? You got anything you want to wear special? Uh, I'll wear a robe. Oh, really? Pink robe. Going Hefner style, huh? huh? That's yeah. Sweet. I'll go Hefner for it. <laughs> Why not? I love it. Well, hopefully I'll be able to see you two um, down there soon. And um, once this is all over and I want you to both stay safe and be kind to one another and everyone else around you and keep spreading your really good way of joy. That's the best way I can say it. Lovely. Uh, Thank you so, so much. Thank you for having us on. This has been so great to connect with you. I hope you're feeling cozy and warm. I'm trying. I'm trying. At least it's warm up here right now. And so this episode, once again, is brought to you by Shuggies, the wonderful agave and sugar that you can buy in a dispensary near you in a box of 20 for a low, low price. Five milligrams of THC in every packet. Go out and get yourself some Shuggies today. Find us at www.shuggies.com. We have delivery services listed on the site. Thanks again, Mike and Mary Jane. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Latham. Thanks. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.